have 11 whites and one black that they will be able to review all evidence and come out with a guilty verdict. The NBA is investigating the Phoenix Suns over an ESPN report on owner Robert Sarver and an alleged history of racism and misogyny. Some fans say if it's true... He should give up the team. Absolutely. That is not the culture that we have established in this city. We have a very loving city with a ton of amazing people and to have somebody like that represent us, it's no good. Three inmates are suing Oklahoma jail employees over what they call torture. The inmates claim they were forced to stand handcuffed to a wall for hours and listen to that children's song on repeat. A jury trial is set for February. S&P futures are up 20. This is CBS News. Fever is the number one COVID symptom, so be safe with an accurate thermometer. Only Exergen has proven accurate in more than 100 studies. Learn more at exergen.com. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Companies. If you thought you missed your chance to refinance and save, think again. Mortgage rates have recently dropped below 3%, and Rocket Mortgage can help you save big. You could lower your monthly payment and prepare yourself for a better financial future. But you've got to act now. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Conditions apply. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. When a nasty cold keeps you up all night, <laughs> Vicks NyQuil Severe gives you powerful relief from your worst cold and flu symptoms, which changes a night that sounds like this <coughs> into a night that sounds more like this. Ah, that's better. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold. Medicine. Use as directed. A new fundraiser aims to help people with a debilitating disease. Jerseys, baseball bats, and other items that belong to Pete Frades are now up for auction. Frades is the former college baseball player whose fight with ALS inspired the viral ice bucket challenge. What? <laughs> ALS has no cure. It's a neurodegenerative disease that affects the brain and spinal cord. Before Freights died in 2019 at just 34 years old, he helped raise more than $100 million to help fight it. Proceeds from this auction will help ALS patients and their families cover home health care costs. It runs through Tuesday. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Sting, retire? Don't bet on it. Singer turns 70 this week and shows no sign of slowing down. His 15th studio album will be released on the 19th. His new Vegas residency has gotten rave reviews. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Whether you're vaccinated or not, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign of COVID and the flu, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them, and you cannot rely on them. Be vigilant and seek medical advice at the first sign of fever. Learn more at exergen.com. 
It's when we dig deep. Moves it to Bjorkstrand, leaves it now for Texier, steps around his man, left wing circle. To do the right thing at the right moment. All the way around behind the net, wrap around and score! Nice shoot, Tex! It's our blue, and out of our blue, we rise. Choose the games you want and flexible payment options with the Blue Jackets ticket plan for the 2021-2022 season. Text TICKET to 26791 for more information. Hi, I'm Kim. And this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Well, it's really not, it's the, not Kim the Kim and Ruth, Ruth Show. show. It's really... <laughs> Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics. And all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen. Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. Two whole dollars gets a whole lot of breakfast at McDonald's. With two for two dollars mix and match breakfast, the combinations are practically endless. Mix and match a buttery sausage biscuit with a hot sausage McMuffin or golden crispy hash browns. And get both for just $2. That means a sausage biscuit with hash browns today, sausage McMuffin and sausage biscuit tomorrow, and maybe two hash browns for the day after tomorrow. Now get two breakfast faves for just $2. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. The Trimble Tomcats shut out Fisher Catholic 38 to nothing and advance to the second round of the OHSA playoffs against the East Knox Bulldogs. Athens County playoff football is brought to you by State Farm Insurance Agency, Agent Shauna Stump, Park National Bank, Hocking College, Lake Hope, Larry's Doghouse, Steak and Shake, Snyder, Fuller, and Stroh, and Athens Dental Depot. Here are the Trimble Tomcats on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH, online at 970WATH.com. Hey, it's Boots. We'll get the latest on NASCAR, oil prices, and electric cars. Talk about variety. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. As we head into fall, come to a work of heart in Grand Central Mall. We have just what you need to decorate your home inside and out. We have new porch sitter signs and fall and winter flags to beautify your porch and yard. We offer fall and winter wreaths that have signs that can be personalized with names or sayings. We also have two laser engravers with hundreds of signs and gifts that can be personalized with names and dates to make some of the most unique gifts you will find for that special someone. We offer a great selection of greeting cards and our box Christmas cards are now 20% off. Our jar candles, sprays, tarts, and car air fresheners are some of the greatest scents you will find. Butter maple syrup is one of the most popular scents in the nation and we have a great selection made right here in Ohio. Come see us today at A Work of Heart, Grand Central Mall, Vienna, West Virginia. Find us on Facebook or visit us at aworkofheart.biz. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. I-N-E-P-T, Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coaches, we approach this final regular season football game. Your inept football team 
going in at 0-9, 0-4 in the conference. And I do want to point out before we go any further that uh, Nat's uh, team over to Bungle State is exactly the same as we are. We, You know, they 0-9 and 0-4 and and in the conference, so something's got to give in this ball game. And as you said yesterday, it's uh, a game where you can just throw out all the records. Well, that's right. You know, it come down to these traditional rivals. It don't make no difference at all. What you've done in the past, you can throw all the records out the record book. All them statistics doesn't count for a lick. All them players out there just nameless faces. They just putting on the uniforms. Doesn't matter at all what kind of numbers they wear on their jerseys or nothing. It's just like all them traditional rivalries you can talk about. You got your armies and your navies. You got your Harvards and your Yales. You got your East Cupcakes and your West Cupcakes. It's just like all them traditional fierce rivals because it might even come down to a coin toss. Well, we were talking yesterday about some of the famous games in the Fed. Let's go back a few years to 19... 53 in historic ball game. Well, boy, you know, 19 and 53, you are reaching back there. That is a ways back, but that was a, a real uh, historic ball game. You know, uh, Brother Nat had a real fine ball team over to Bungle State that year. He had a lot of real fine running backs, and they must have broke loose with a lot of 60, 70, 80 yard runs that year. And I remember, uh, especially after one play in that ball game, uh, one of his running backs had gone 63 yards for a touchdown. And after that play was over, old Nat hollered across the field. He said, Hey, Art. You see that 63-yard touchdown run? Well, wait till the next time we get the ball. You're going to see the same thing again. And did you see the same play again? Well, I'm afraid we did, even though we knowed it was coming. You know, that boy runs 63 yards for a touchdown again, and, and that's uh, where that, that phrase instant replay comes from. Another bit of football terminology that originated in the inept tech bungle state rivalry. And no extra charge for that one. It ain't even midweek. And I'll be back with more from Coach Hart Turf right after we pause for this message. And the Art Turf Show, <laughs> proudly sponsored by... Now get, get your act together. Hibiscus Tea. What act? We don't have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hibiscus Tea. Hibiscus Tea. It will be brother against brother this week as Inept Tech faces Bungle State. And Coach Turf, you've faced your brother Nat Turf numerous times in the past, although it has happened in college football. It's unusual to have brothers coaching in the same conference. I was wondering about your all-time record against your brother, Nat. Well, it's interesting you should bring that up. That's a real fine question. I was just thinking about that, you know, while you was ask, asking it, did, you know, uh, Brother Nat uh, was the first one to get a bicycle, and he was the first one to get a football helmet, and he was the first one to get a skateboard, and he was the first one to get an electric train, and anytime we'd play the game, he'd win. You know, we'd play chess, he'd win. We'd play uh, checkers, he'd win. We'd play marbles, and he'd win, and he reminds me about that record. We zip, and ever how many we played against my brother Nat, I never have been able to beat him in anything, and he reminds me about it every Christmas when he sends me a Christmas card. Now what does the uh, card contain, Coach? Well, it has the all-time series record in there, and uh, he reminds me that uh, he's the one that caused me to lose my marbles. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. My 
oh my, it's 27 degrees right now here on Columbus Road. Headed up to 51 today, 57 tomorrow, 60 on Sunday, 66 on Monday, and it just keeps going. It's a Friday free-for-all. That, what's that wonderful bakery over around Jackson that uh, I heard? That guy has such a marvelous voice. He does his own ads. Four Mile. Four Mile. Four Mile. That's right. And um, Sean. Yeah. Sean Rich and Dollar. Look, look here. Today is National Donut Day. Well, looky here. How about that? Those, right? those donuts he makes. Wagon what wheels. What is that? Nine inches. That's what they call them. Wagon Ten. wheel donuts. They, uh, I, I just call them donuts, but they are huge. You could wear them like a crown on your head. <laughs> um, I'd rather eat them. Well, me too. <laughs> anyway, they are delish. But today uh, is National Donut Day, folks. And um, anyway. Let's see, today's National Jersey Friday. What's that mean? Well, let's see what we... National Jersey Friday. ...can draw up here. Do you is think that, it may be a cow? Well, I don't know. Or is it because I wore a different weird shirt today? <laughs> yeah. Jersey, you see? Yeah, it's a, I was thinking of cows, well, Jersey but, cows, or the state of Jersey, but no, that would be they New said, Jersey. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, it expresses... Uh, your fandom for your favorite professional players on National Jersey Friday by wearing your team's jersey. Oh, now I get it. Well, so, that, that's that makes perfect sense. I know what you're wearing is not your favorite team, though, is it? Polo? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a shirt brand. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But, I mean, this, this is not... A type of shirt I would normally buy. I don't know why I did, but, you know, it's got um, the sleeves are one color. The the body portion's a different color. I just don't know. Now, if Joey was still at LSU, you might be able to get away with, this is why I wore this one. But it's kind of like Pittsburgh Steelers garb right now. You think so? Yeah, with black and gold. That's the Steelers. Well, my, or the Iowa Hawkeyes. My Weber part of the family would be pleased with that. Yep, or the Pittsburgh Penguins or Boston Anything Bruins. Anything Pittsburgh, they're all for Yep, that's right. Dan's hometown. Okay, let's see here. There's one more thing. National Love Your Red Hair Day. Okay. That. Why would they say that? Do people that have red hair... Not like their red hair? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Well, I, I don't know. I think it looks great. So Having is there a na- looks great. National Brown Hair Day? Well, there should be. 
National Love colors. Your Blonde Hair Day. Yeah. Well, anyway, today's National Love Your Red Hair Day. National Orange Hair Day, like our resident Liz. Is she over there? Yeah. Is she still orange today? Yes. Okay. Yep. Bright, fiery orange. I've, I've never seen uh, orange hair that poppy. I mean, by poppy, I mean it really pops. <coughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. Let's see. Historical events. 1492. Oh, I can bet. Christopher Columbus? Can sail the ocean blue? Oh. Well. Okay. There's a little poetry in there somewhere with that. Yeah. Anyway, th this isn't quite as uh, big a deal as I was expecting. But anyway... 1492, Christopher Columbus first learns about growing and harvesting maize, what we call corn, from Cuba's indigenous population. That's a historical event. <coughs> okay. Let's see, 1556, the year, the Second Battle of Panipat, Panipat, P-A-N-I-P-A-T. I'm going to go with Pinipat. Panip no, Panipat. Never mind. Let's go on. Hindu Emperor of North India, Hem Chandra. Oh, boy. Vikramaditya. <sighs> Defeated by forces of Mo Mughal Emperor Akbar who captures and later beheads M. Chandra. Sixteen oh five, the gunpowder plot. A Catholic conspirator, Guy Fox was his name, attempts to blow up King James the First and the British Parliament. The plot was discovered. Guy Fawkes caught, tortured, and later executed, along with seven others. Celebrated ever since as Guy Fawkes Day, where his effigy is traditionally burned on a bonfire accompanied by fireworks. <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing to celebrate like yeah. that. Yeah, with annually gunpowder. In the fireworks. I mean, he Baby was in a, the fire. He was a bad guy. They caught him before he did his thing, but so leave it be, you know? Yeah. 1937, Adolf Hitler informs his military leaders in a secret meeting of his intentions of going to war. 1956, Britain and France land airborne forces at Port Said in um, Egypt, and in so doing, escalating the Suez Crisis. Nineteen seventy-nine, Supreme Leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khomeini, describes the United States as the Great Satan amid accusations of imperialism and the sponsoring of corruption. Okay, famous birthdays. We got four. 
Wow. This was a guy I just was always interested in watching on TV. I'm talking about, about Bill Walton of basketball fame. Um, did he impress you as much as he impressed me? Oh, yeah. I mean, in, at UCLA, he, he was unstoppable. Player of the year, I think, three straight years as sophomore junior and senior seasons. I've never seen anyone be able to duplicate since him how he rebounded with his hands up in the air and not have them down by themselves and then therefore having to push a defender to get space to jump. He already had his space to jump. He kept his arms and hands up in the air. That's why he was such a great rebounder. Bill Russell even mentioned that. Bill Russell was one of the great all-time rebounders for the Boston Celtics. Well, Walton always impressed me. Yes, even at Portland in his pro career. Anyway, he is alive. Uh, Sometimes we have, in fact, today we only have one that has already passed of our four birthdays we're mentioning. But Bill Walton celebrating today his 69th birthday. Okay, uh, Brian Adams. Um, Living Brian Adams? Yes, 62nd birthday today. Yeah, he, he is a uh, Canadian singer and guitarist, <laughs> composer, record producer, several number one singles, albums in various countries. He has sold over 100 million records worldwide. I, do we have anything we could play by him? Yeah, I one, just... of his, one of his songs that may you may remember is Summer of 69. Oh, okay. It's a pretty upbeat song, up-tempo. Okay, this next person I don't know at all. I mean, I don't mean I, I don't know, like they're a friend or something. But, I mean, I don't I don't know the name. I The picture doesn't trip anything. Anyway, Tilda Swinton. Today's her 61st birthday. T- T-I-L-D-A Swinton. S-W-I-N-T-O-N. Catherine Matilda Swinton is a British actress known for her leading roles in independent films and supporting roles in blockbusters. She is the recipient of various accolades, including an Academy Award. She has been in movies such as Suspiria, Only Lovers Left Alive, Snowpiercer, and Constantine, none of which I recall. Well, I, I'm i not an avid uh, follower of that industry as I once was. Um, but I, I I just never have heard of this person. But uh, her 61st birthday today. Now, the final person is no longer alive. Um, she was born in 1913 on this date. Vivian Leigh. Now, let me tell you, uh, the, the one one thing that, how do I put this? Women. When you look at women and you say, she's pretty, or, you know, I like this, or I like that about her. Um, the one thing that most captures me are the eyes. 
Vivian Leigh's eyes are beautiful. But um, golly, mention some of the films she was in. She was in, what, Gone with the Wind was, uh, right? Yes, probably her most famous performance. She won the Academy Award for Best Actress twice for her performance as Scarlett O'Hara and also her performance as Blanche Dubois in the film version of A Streetcar Named Desire. Yes. Great eyes. All right. Now, uh, we have, um, let's see here. Let me make sure I've got my pages in order. I do. Okay. Um, I, we got two deaths to mention today. Uh, Christiane Eichmann, E-I-J-K-M-A-N, who was born in 1858 but died on this date in 1930. Um, he was a Dutch physician and right. professor of physiology whose demonstration that beriberi is caused by poor diet led to the discovery of uh, anti-neuritic vitamins. Together with Sir Frederick Hopkins, he received the Nobel Prize for Physiology or Medicine in 1929 for the discovery of vitamins. I, I faintly knew that one. Just faintly, I say. Uh, we do have a caller trying to ring in, and since our phone only answer, uh, rings like four times, I have to get it quick, but I'm not done with the deaths yet. Anyway, good morning. You're on the air. Let's see. Did I hit the wrong button? Oh, here it is. Good morning. You're on the air. Hi, ready. Good morning. Hi. Thanks for getting me quick. Well, <laughs> our phone system's goofy, right? Um, it's been goofy for months, I guess. Yeah. So, uh it, like you get two or three rings, and then it drops the incoming call. Well, anyway, if you're what's calling up? Calling in sometimes it rings up to seven times and then drops it. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I need something looked up on the internet or whatever. What does "wok woke" mean? They refer to that in editorials and in letters to the editor and stuff. And and somebody wrote a book about wokes. What does that mean? I'm wondering if it's white only something or other. Well, I don't know. Uh, we'll can we'll look, look that up. Yeah. Don't you have an internet? I have nothing but you to call to ask for stuff like that. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, we'll look it up here in a minute. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um. Wow. It is an alert. Oh, you found it already. Yeah, an alert to injustice in society. And especially racism. It goes on to say... Does it stand for three words? W-O-K? I don't know if it does or not. They say um, it, it is a... Uh, uh, come to inform by the mid-20th century to mean well-informed or aware, especially in a political or cultural sense. Okay, so we we uh, we looked it up for you. Okay, next uh, and final uh, death to mention: George M. Cohen. Um, just got to just to help you out. C O H A N. Now, 
Uh, he was born in 1878 and died on this date in 1942. George Cohen. George Michael Cohen was an American entertainer, playwright, composer, lyricist, actor, singer, dancer, and theatrical producer. Cohen began his career as a child performing with his parents and sister in a vaudeville act known as the Four Cohens with the spelling of their last name. And he also sang Over There, Give My Regards to Broadway, and Yankee Doodle Boy. He was also in the movies Little Nellie Kelly, The Phantom President, George Washington Jr., and Song and Dance Man from 1936. All right. Well... It's been a busy week, uh, news-wise. Um, I mean, let's see, we've had elections. We've had Supreme Court arguments. The World Series. And, of course, the pandemic continues. So, let's see here. Let's see if we can recap a little bit of it. Okay, so there's a term I I, I think I can figure it out. It's called skimpflation. And what they're talking about here is airlines have canceled thousands of flights. Lines at stores, especially drug stores, have grown. Restaurants no longer carry some items, like physical menus. The quality of many services has deteriorated since the start of the pandemic. And um, I guess NPR has a TV show called, um, or no, National Public Radio, called Planet Money. And so they've they've uh, coined this term skimpflation. Well, this deterioration in turn is feeding Americans' dissatisfaction with the state of the economy, as well as with life in general, and with President Biden's performance as let's see. Um, as we've read about this week, if we read the Washington Post. Yeah. A lot of articles there about it. Yeah. His approval rating is dropping like a rock in wet water. Well, water usually is wet. Dropping in I, a lake. I, I dare say it's, <clears throat> it would happen with whoever held the post right now. Well, if thing, yeah, if things were going on like they are, it wouldn't matter if it was you or me. It's... Um, and I think what I'm trying to say is it's my belief that it, 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 it again, you could have um, anybody from either party in that position today, and they would be going through the same thing. That's my personal belief. Not that that matters, but that's where I'm at. Anyway, let's see here. Um, anyway, skimpflation. 
Will the situation return to normal? Nobody knows. The answer will help determine the national mood during the next year's midterm campaigns. We have some rabbis questioning Israel. An extraordinary open letter appeared in a public Google Doc this spring. It was signed by 93 students at Jewish seminaries. And in that group representing nearly one-fifth of all students at the U.S. schools where they were studying. And it was harshly critical of Israel. The backstory of that letter and the movement behind it is the subject of the Times Magazine article by Mark Tracy recently. The movement's members are young, progressive Jews who are rethinking their support for Israel and who ground their arguments in Jewish texts. They still represent a minority of American Jews, most support a Jewish state, even if they have criticisms of Israeli policy. But Mark's exploration of these young rabbis, complete with a visit to uh, part kibbutz, part summer camp in Connecticut. Uh, well, it gets at it gets at a larger tension in the country today. In one area after another, a new generation of progressives believes that their predecessors were too accepting of injustice. Wow. Let's see. What else do we have here? Well, given that we're a campus community, this next story is kind of interesting. It's called Dormzilla. Uh, what is that? So there's the story of this man, Charlie Munger. He's a billionaire and a longtime deputy to Warren Buffett. And... Several years ago, he donated $200 million to the University of California, Santa Barbara. He did so with some specific conditions. First, the gift would pay for a new dorm on a campus that had too little housing. That would be named for him, Munger. And that he would design, but remember, um, professionally, he's not an architect. <laughs> well, the 11-story building was projected to house 4,500 students. About 94% of the units would have no access to natural light or fresh air. After a Los Angeles architect on the University Advisory Committee re resigned in protest, the story of Dormzilla, as the Santa Barbara Independent calls it, went national. It was a tale of generational 
inequality and billionaire hubris. Or was it? In a New York magazine, uh, a writer argued that Dormzilla is actually a solution to some of our problems. We need more housing density and fewer spaces that go unused for large chunks of the day. Nobody can look out a window while they're sleeping. Um, I don't know. Interesting story, though. Okay. Now, daylight savings time. If you've been listening to our stations the last few days, we've been reminding you. This is the weekend. Sunday morning, you have to set your alarm for 2 a.m. When your alarm goes off, you get up and you change the time to 1 a.m. You you back your clocks backwards one hour. Then you can go back to bed. Okay. So that happens. But there is a growing movement against the annual fallback tradition. It favors permanent daylight savings time, which would lead to lighter winter afternoons and darker winter mornings. Some people say the change would reduce rush hour vehicle accidents and energy usage. On the other side of the argument, um, some writers have said the sun shouldn't rise after 8 a.m. in December. And that when the U.S. tried permanent daylight savings time during the 1970s, which was uh, during an energy crisis, people hated it. So they're basically, they're summarizing and saying, uh, feel free to keep whining, but turn back your clocks. wonder why they hated it. I remember when that happened in 1973 yeah. Yeah. during the Arab oil embargo. I kind of liked it, if I remember right. But, you know, when it ends, the... The uh, sun rises approximately an hour earlier, I guess. But then again, sunset happens an hour earlier. Yeah, I don't... uh, I don't know if I have a really big opinion on this topic. Um, Okay. But I am interested in this next thing. Okay, so we've got vaccines. Um, And, you know, we've heard the same names. Pfizer, 
Moderna. What's missing? AstraZeneca. Well, no, there's even one more that J and J. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Okay, whatever. How could you forget Johnson or Johnson? Yeah, I, I know. Um, <laughs> but these are vaccines. This is to help you avoid getting it. I think there is also um, expert opinion that if you do get it, it'll be less serious than it might have been if you hadn't had the vaccine, right? Something like that. But mostly, the vaccine is to prevent you from getting it. Okay, now, the big stories right now concern the fact that I guess there's three different companies that are about to introduce a medication, a pill, not a shot, a pill, that would be administered if you are if you test positive. So the um, what do you call it? The CDC? No. Whatever the governing body is that approves these things. Um, the FDA. Yes, I guess that's it. Food yep. and Drug Administration. So um, these are all being looked at very carefully and very closely, and um, but also with um, a desire to have them approved rapidly. And we've got um, the the two names I've heard of mostly. Uh, well, most is Pfizer again. The other company is Merck. Um, now, uh, okay, remember, we're talking about our nation. But this Merck pill has already been approved in, in, in uh, Great Britain. And I'm not sure about the others. that are. There's one or two others, Pfizer is one, who have now this pill. Now, what's the pill supposed to do? If you get it. COVID. You take this pill on a certain regimen, I don't know, every six hours, every four hours, twice a day, whatever it is. And it's supposed to cut the need for hospitalizations and deaths. A lot. And let's see here. Find where it says a percentage of what they are estimating it would it would change. Oh, here, okay. Pfizer says its COVID nineteen pill is eighty nine percent effective in preliminary studies. So, um, you'll be sick, but. Um, this is supposed to keep it from getting very severe or deadly. But it will help you heal or cure. So 
if you've been following this at all, it's only been out there uh, being talked about very much in the media for a couple of weeks. But my prediction is this story is going to explode here pretty quickly. And uh, maybe today, actually. And we'll hear a lot about it during the next uh, few days, and then it'll continue to be a big item. Um, now, okay, let's, 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 let's think about the, the non-vaccinated. Okay, so vaccines are supposed to keep you from getting it. And very rarely do we hear of someone that's been vaccinated that still got it. Still was diagnosed as as having COVID later on. Now we have so many people, and we'll get into the percentages later, I guess, um, that have refused to take a vaccination, right? Um, and the reasoning is, um, hard for me to quite repeat because there's, it's just any number of things I hear, but, um, so now if somebody who has not been vaccinated does catch it. Are they going to take the pills? Um, I would think the answer is yes. Um, I don't know. So, any thoughts back there? Well, I would say so, too. I mean, if they... uh, have approved this medication once they get it. You know, it's kind of like taking, uh, what, amoxicillin or something for you know, the infections. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it was, I went in and um, to um, <clears throat> urgent care. And um, Dr. Weekly said I had... Um, Bronchitis, right? Is that the term? Yeah. Yes, bronchitis. That's what you told me, anyway. <laughs> okay, I just... Oh, hush up over there. Um, bronchitis. And so, um, you know, there's uh, several things she prescribed. And uh, I've been taking them. And my wife even commented uh, a day or two ago, you're over it, aren't you? And I said, just about. Come on now. Just a minute, folks. How do I? Oh, I see what I did. Okay. My phone uh, was ringing there. All right. So, anyway, let's stop this stuff. Let's let's just talk about the statistics. So, as of yesterday, here's where things stand. Here in Athens, we had nine new cases yesterday. I'll re- 
repeat that, nine new cases yesterday, bringing our total to, since this all began, 7,928 cases in Athens County. Uh, But 7,584 have recovered. They're done with it, right? Have you ever heard of someone getting COVID twice? Um, I think once or twice, yes. Okay. They got over it. Ultra weird. Yeah. Or ultra. And they, they got uh, it unlikely. again. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. <coughs> anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. I did that in my elbow. Okay. Uh, here in Athens County, we've had 89 people that have died from COVID. We presently have 283 being hospitalized. Hospitalized. There we got it. Now, in our county, you know, we got 65, a little over 65,000 people living here. Almost 32,000 have been vaccinated. 48, almost 49% have been vaccinated in our county. By the way, um, I told you we'd had 89 deaths in our county. That number has been that for three days now. And before that, it was a couple of days at, uh, in fact, more than a couple, at 88. So, you know, we're not, of course, one death is awful. But, um, well, uh, just be quiet, Palmer. Let's move on. Ohio. We got 11.7 million people living here. The first case appeared on March 1st of 2020. All right. Right now, the state of Ohio has experienced One and a half million cases. So 13.3% of the population has experienced COVID. It's amazing. To me, anyway. Now, just yesterday... In the state of Ohio, there were 4,487 new cases. Remember, Athens County only had nine new cases yesterday. But statewide, 4,487 cases new yesterday. Now, um, I told you one and a half million cases had occurred. But right now... How many are active? It's 90,000. 90 and a half thousand. Okay, I'll be exact. 90,614 are active cases in the state of Ohio right now. Of which, 10,212 are being hospitalized in the ICU units. 
70,403 are in non-ICU but in the hospital. And the balance are recovering at home. Okay, so one and a half million have had it. Uh, but 1.4 million are um, recovered. The exact number, 1,465,594. That's 93.91% of the cases that have occurred are now cured. Let me make sure I've got my line right. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, what about the vaccination rate for the state of Ohio? We told you here in Athens we're at 48, almost 49%. Statewide, we're approaching 56%. Higher. 6,497,971 have been vaccinated as of 2 o'clock yesterday. I think that number is going to jump a little bit here as, what was it, yesterday they finally said, go ahead and, and get the 5 to 12-year-olds, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a number of parents are going to want to uh, get their younger kids vaccinated. So that number will climb some more. Okay. How many deaths have we had in the state of Ohio over the last two days? None. But since it all began, 24,763. All right. Uh, we got about three minutes left today. We want you to have a great weekend, Scott. What? what let's see. Um, what? What's going on this weekend? Well, we have high school football playoffs tomorrow night. Okay. Uh, the Nelsonville York Buckeyes will be traveling down. Uh, what is it? Fifty down to Beverly, Ohio, okay. to uh, take on the number one seed Fort Fry Cadets in the second round playoff game. That game will air on Power One Hundred Five. Pre-game at 6.50, kickoff at 7. Go Nelsonville York Buckeyes. And the Trimble Tomcats will be traveling to Howard, Ohio, which is just east of Mount Vernon, to take on uh, East Knox High School. Uh, that game will be on 970 and 97.1 FM. Uh, these games are both tomorrow night. Okay. Same time, kickoff at 7. <clears throat> Excuse me, pre-game at uh, 6.50. And uh, go Trimble Tomcats. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a Newark Catholic High School and Trimble High School finals uh, in the regional finals. But this is round number two, so they're going to have to win uh, tonight and I think next week and to get to that matchup again. That's always a great matchup. Bobcat basketball tomorrow at 2 p.m. It's an exhibition game against uh, Capital University. Uh, Bobcats looking to have another strong season this year and uh let's see we've got uh that's a that's a home game 
Yep, in the Convocation Center. 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. 2 o'clock tomorrow, yep. Browns and Bengals on Sunday. And I think the game's in Cincinnati. So uh, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals uh, taking on their cross-state rival, the Cleveland Browns. So that'll be a good one. I'm sure that one will be – I think that one's on CBS. So it'll be Channel 10 out of Columbus or Channel 13 uh, out of Charleston and Huntington. Uh, Ohio women's soccer was defeated in the tournament yesterday by Kent State. Uh, They had another great year. Uh, Let's see, Bobcat football, they are off until Tuesday uh, when they travel to Eastern Michigan. And uh, who else do we have? I think that about wraps it up. One of the uh, Cincinnati players uh, has opted for free agency, Nick Castellanos, uh, one of their great players. So that means uh, he gets free to sign with any other team, according to his contract. Kind of sad to see that. I was hoping he would stay in Cincinnati, turned down $34 million to go the free agent route. But uh, there's going to be a lot of other good players in there. Too, so we'll see what happens with that. All right. Just step up here and make sure this is proper. Yeah, it's good. That screen? Yeah. Okay. It's good. We'll be ready for CBS News at the top of the hour. Right. And, again, a reminder, turn back the clocks one hour. Right. Sunday morning, you have to set that alarm and get up and do it at 2. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> and you all know I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In our 72nd year of Yabba, serving Yabba. Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. There are now two COVID treatment pills awaiting FDA approval that would cut the risk of hospitalization and death from the virus significantly. Pfizer unveiled its version this morning. Its study shows Paxlovid reduces the chances by 89%. For Merck's pill, it's about 50%. CBS's Dr. David Agus. There will be two drugs that will fight COVID-19. Tremendously important because they can be used in the op- outpatient setting. That is, as somebody is exposed, or has mild symptoms, they could be given a prescription for this course of uh, 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 pills and then take those pills at home. Attorneys general in 11 states have just filed a lawsuit challenging the Biden administration's new vaccine requirement for large companies. They've been ordered to have all employees immunized by January 4th or tested weekly. New jobs are roaring back. The Labor Department says employers added 531,000 positions last month. CBS's Jill Schlesinger has the breakdown. Leisure and hospitality increased by 164,000 and has risen by 2.4 million so far this year. Professional and business services added 100,000 jobs. Manufacturing increased by 60,000. Transportation and warehousing continues its 